this morning I sent a message to you that with a lion on it and it says if God could close the lion's mouth for Daniel if God will part the Red Sea for Moses if God will make the Sun to stand still for Joshua read with me if God will open the prison doors for Peter if God will put a baby in Sarah's arm, if God will raise Lazarus from the dead, then he can certainly take care of you. Can you help me celebrate the Lord this evening? He will certainly. No, he, he, he will not just, he, it's not just he can, he will take care of you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So help me look at somebody say, have faith in God. You're still distracted. I said, look at somebody for me and say, have faith in God. Because he can and he will. Somebody touch yourself and say, he can and he will, he will do it in my life. Glory to God. And I made a comment. I said, this is why you should have peace of mind. If God can do all this. Why is it that we forget? What is it about social media that grabs more our heart than the revelation and the, and, the, and the solidity of the person and the personality of God? This is why you should have peace of mind and peace in your heart no matter what. And I said that when you have peace of heart, what you're doing is you're giving God a good reason to bless and to elevate you. And that is what is going to happen this evening in Jesus' name. I said in Jesus' name. The truth is, between Sunday and now, some people have found out that this message is well-timed. How many of you have found reason to believe that the peace of God is the message you really need now? Correct. Can I tell you something? The peace of God never travels alone the way my shadow follows me all over the place can somebody tell me what follows the peace of god the miracles of god god had no business in the book of philippians said be careful for nothing but in all things it's a prayer and supplication of things um let your request be known unto god and the peace of god will guard your heart because until your heart is guarded, you're not qualified for the miracle. God is so conscious about the state of your heart. And Satan too knows it. Whatever will take up your peace, devil will make sure it happens. Because there is a, something about miracles, about coming when your heart is at rest and is at peace. When you're resting on the loving kindness of God, when you are when you're cushioned on the tender message of God, the peace of God calls upon the power of God to produce your miracle. This evening we want to have a dialogue. It's an interactive interactive Bible study. We want to have a dialogue on the peace of God, the peace that heralds miracles. That's what we're going to be talking about. The peace of God. The only peace that heralds the miracles of God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Now, if you recall on Sunday, I showed up in church. I've been away for a while. And it's my responsibility. My first responsibility is to be a man of God. That is what my life is all about. And the man of God is the one that should hear the heartbeat of God. Now, perhaps God's settling us is just waiting for us to switch into the place of peace. What if all year we've been doing everything but we never got to the place of peace? Because if we would get into the peace of God, peace in our mind, peace in our heart, it is absolutely impossible for God not to show up. Because God is attracted to those whose heart is at peace. I'm going to show you from the scripture. But on, on Sunday, uh, let me welcome our online um, viewers, wherever you are streaming for. This is Grace Assembly, a place where lives are transformed by the immutable word of God. I want you to hang in there and be focused. God has something for you. Be at peace and the God of peace will visit you in Jesus' name. 
on sunday i brought you communion and i asked the lord and says let it be communion for peace of mind i read to you john 14 and verse 27 i'm going to race through that set the atmosphere i'm going to ask you some questions you're going to tell me what you have learned and some of you between sunday and now you have come into a place of revelation and i want you to release that spirit of peace so that it can envelop somebody around you and that we can all go into the testimonies that follow in jesus name John 14 and verse 27, I read from the New Living Translation. It says, I am leaving you with a gift, said the Lord. The gift is peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. And that's where that song comes. You don't have to be worried. Come on, help me now. Don't Come on, now. quiet. Don't let me down. Oh, I come see you in the morning. Troubles they don't last always. Oh, there's a friend in Jesus who will wipe your tears away and give your heart. song i walked into church the very first song the choir i was going to sing was absolutely the message that god gave me and that comes as an attestation of the fact that the word of god is being confirmed in the mouth of more than two or three witnesses jesus says i'm leaving you a gift the new living translation peace of mind peace of heart and the peace i give the world cannot give because the kind of peace the world gives is based on everything working everything okay that's when in the world people have peace but you see the kingdom of god is not like the kingdom of this world the rules are different in the world when everything is going good people say i sleep like a baby but in our kingdom when things are going good we sleep our baby when things are tough he given his beloved sleep if everything about you is just like the world there is insufficient proof that you're a child of god if our response to difficulty and storms is like that of the world what we have done we've betrayed the cross of jesus and christianity listen to me should be more about how we handle difficulty than having no difficulty at all i'm going somewhere with this I read again to you, so that one says, so don't be troubled or be afraid. The, li the living Bible says, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart, and the peace I give isn't fragile. The word fragile means that any little thing can take some peace away. The peace of the world, come on. You'll find that it comes and goes like a, like a candle in the wind. But the peace of God is based on the Prince of Peace. 
And when he was going, he didn't say, I'm giving you money, I'm giving you my He says, I leave you with peace, my peace. Now, why would he give you peace if you're not going to need it? Hello? Jesus came all the way from the heavenlies. He died on the cross. He did a lot of miracles. He said, hold on. There's something very important I got to do. Before I go, I must give you my peace. That's the last thing he gave. And he knew he was not going to come back until that day that only the father knows. And he gave you something. And you are messing with that thing. That's not wise at all. He gave it because you're going to need it. Can I tell you something? You don't need any anointing to be at peace when everything is working. Can I get a witness this evening? Don't do this this morning. Don't do this this evening. When everything is going good for you, do you need any anointing to be at peace? Even a fool will be at peace. When he says, I give you my peace, he doesn't need to give you his peace if all you're going to have in this world was going to be jollof. He gave you the peace because you're going to need it in the middle of the storm. So when he told his disciples, go to the other side, and life is always about going to the other side. If you're single, you're going to the other side of marriage. If you don't have children, you're going to the other side of having children. If you're broke, you're going to the other side of having money. But let me tell you something, it's a lot easier to make money than to keep money. If you know, if you live long enough, you are times that you, in the past you had money, but somewhere along the line, you just didn't have any more money. And you're still having to deal with the fact that everybody thinks you have a lot of money. And so, your peace gets challenged. So when they were crossing, the Lord allowed life to happen to them. A storm arose. And they lost their peace. And he said, what is wrong with you? You think life is about having peace when everything's on? No, no, no. When you are at peace, then the miracle of shutting your storm down will come. Somebody today, you're going to receive what you waited for as you allow the peace of God to reign in your heart. So shall it be in Jesus' name. He says, and the peace I give isn't like the peace the world gives, so don't be troubled. That's an instruction. And don't be afraid. The Amplified Classes say, Peace I leave with you, my own peace I give you, I give and bequeath to you. Stop allowing yourselves to be agitated and disturbed. Does that sound familiar? Do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. When the storm arose and they started to cry, he said, Don't you care we perish? Then what is going to sing? He says, Don't be so cowardly. Where is your faith? How do you say you have faith and you have no peace? It's a contradiction. Those that have faith, they be at peace. That's what Job's wife didn't understand. Job was going through all this. His children died, his business. The woman came around and said, There's nothing left. Curse God and die. He said, you speak like a fool. The God that I serve requires for me to remain at peace. What happened in the end? God gave him double. Somebody, as you maintain your peace, you're coming to the season of double portion, anointing and blessing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're talking about the peace of God, the peace that heralds miracles. Job's wife found out. That Job held on to the peace of God and God always shows up where his peace will be. Bible says in the end, God doubled. I like the transitions. I think the, the Amplified classes say that uh, it says, and God turned again the captivity of, of, of Job and doubled his blessings. Come on now. It says, don't stop allowing yourselves. This is a word of God to somebody. Stop allowing yourselves to be agitated and disturbed. And do not permit yourself to be fearful and intimidated, cowardly and unsettled. The New English translation says, don't let your heart be distressed or discouraged. You don't have to be worried, the song says. You don't have to be afraid. And so, I read to you, as a pronouncement, Second Chronicles 17 from the Living Bible on Sunday, I says, but you will not need to fight. Take your places. Stand quietly or stand at peace. Be at peace. 
incredible rescue operation God will perform for you and God is talking to somebody the trigger point for your miracle is not agitation the natural consequence or the human response to trouble is to panic is to lose your peace to be scattered and be anxious and to shout and complain and that's the worst thing you can do on the plane they say if there's an emergency please remain calm sometimes it's your agitation that will even kill you be at peace do you know that if you're if you fall into water i am a very good swimmer i can get you out but if you're not at peace what happens i can't help you it's not the falling in the water that will kill you it's the fact that you're agitating may what should have been a passing trouble not become our barrier ground in jesus name i like that amen <laughs> philippians 4 6 to 7 god's word listen to this it says never worry about anything <laughs> if you're not going to worry you have to have peace but in every situation let god know what you need in prayers and requests with while giving thanks listen to verse 7 very important then god's peace which goes beyond anything we can imagine will do what will guard your thoughts and your emotions through christ jesus so where does panic reign our thoughts and our emotions where should we allow the peace of god to go our thoughts and our emotion a lot of people if i give you peace you don't know what to do with it you take your peace and you use it to do worship no you let your peace go to your thoughts and your emotion some people are so spiritual when if you give them peace they will use it as offering or tithe or they will use it as a pulpit that's not what it is for you will direct the peace of god into where your thoughts as a man thinks so he becomes and your emotions your fleshly response to things that you should allow god to handle may the lord help us in jesus name i like this the contemporary english version of philippians 4 6 to 7 can we have that let's read that together don't worry about anything but pray about everything with thankful hearts offer up your prayers and requests to god then because you belong to christ jesus god will bless you with what with peace that no one can completely understand and this peace will control what the way you think and feel when you come into the peace of god allow it to go and settle down in your thinking in your emotions in your feelings in your, in your, that's where the problem is going to start from no matter how spiritual you are you're still human you need to know when the peace of god is needed and where you should allow it to rest that's what this evening is about now we're going to be looking at this subject the peace of god the peace that heralds miracles can i tell you something the bible says through many tribulations and troubles we enter the rest of god i'm sure you know that's true you don't know that's true can you help me look for that scripture because i can't have i don't have the time to read all the scripture it says through many tribulations and troubles we enter the rest let me warn you life is like the undulating face of the earth and the undulating face of water the whole earth is either land or water there's none that's smooth like this so somewhere along the line you will find you are going down and when you're going now the devil wants you want to know that when you get down you can only come up and so you think it's going to be over now i want to do something i want to read psalm 37 verse 37 never forget that 37 37 the living bible it says but the good man i'm talking about how we should see life what a different story for the good man the blemish the upright what is that the man 
of peace the man that holds on to the peace of god he has a wonderful future ahead for of him for him there is what a happy ending if you believe that's you you want to lift up your hand and say that's me i will be a man of peace i receive the peace of god i let the peace of god reign in my heart so that i will be sure of a wonderful future ahead of me for me there's going to be a happy ending can you say amen now this is the end of the matter but let me tell you what happens to us when we go through something we cannot see the end of the matter we see the present or prevailing circumstances we respond to that but faith looks beyond and sees god and remembers what god said in 37 to 7 that man of peace he has a wonderful future ahead see now permit it to be so then everything is going to be good it says for him there's a happy ending the problem with all of us is our eyes are always focused on around us jesus when he got to gethsemane could only see around and he said let this cup pass from me the angel came and showed him bible says because of the glory that was beyond the cross he was able to endure it if you don't look beyond your circumstances you will allow your circumstances to bury you when you look at the end of the matter 37 37 psalm it says that a wonderful future is ahead of you it didn't say a wonderful now for some people wonderful now that thank god for you but for me where i'm at i'm looking at the future and the person looking at the future is going to respond a little differently from the person looking at the now can i get a witness can i get a witness Aha. and so he says there will be a happy ending until you let that truth stay with you you're not able to hold on to the peace of god you see the peace of god is very nebulous it's easy to lose the enemy is good at stealing our peace. Is it true or not? Hello, one phone call. What's it happened to you? One phone call. One question. If you're owing money and somebody says, the person that lent you money says, hello, what happens? Has he asked you for money? Your peace is gone. Hello. Peace is proof of faith and trust can we talk about that is peace is it not proof of faith is it not proof of trust what do you think what do you think okay so the person that says i have peace or the person that says i have faith and trust in god and doesn't have peace hello does the person really have faith does the person really trust god what do you think happens for the person that does not have faith that thinks he has faith and trust and does not have peace and the enemy knows that if you have faith and trust you'll have peace but you think you have it but you don't have peace what do you think happens in the situation satan stays with you doesn't the bible says without faith it is impossible to receive from god and how do you know you have faith is it not peace over that matter the moment you lack peace the trouble is there's no evidence that you have faith and the bible says, let not the man who lacks faith imagine he will receive anything from god the peace in your heart is the proof that you have faith in god you know you know the people that god really loves the people that trust him there's one thing you do that is, gives god a very good reason to stay in your situation fight your battles is when you put your trust in god why would a man who has catapult go against a warrior from his bath who is a giant and has all the equipment and the armor to protect him it's not the confidence or trust was not in the catapult you remember what david said god who did this 
God will do that. God will do it again. What happened? God showed up. It was not the catapult that killed that man. It was God that killed that man. When you have peace, that is proof of your faith and trust. When you bring down a giant, let anybody strike. The giant go kill them, dismember them, break their bones, chew their bones, and nothing will happen. Hello there. Can we talk about the proof of faith and trust? You say you have faith. I say, show me your peace. You say you trust God. How come you're not at peace? Whatever you say, allow me to come along and test it for proof. But this proof, you can do it at home yourself. Once you lose your peace, it is unlikely that you have faith. You know what happens? You will quickly go and look for the peace of God. Before, we took six months, we think we have faith. And we have no peace. Peace is a proof of faith and trust. And you know the response of God to faith and trust. Someone with God's peace will not focus on circumstances, but will focus on the ending of the matter. Can you bring that up? Someone with God's peace in his heart will not focus on circumstances. You know them because they focus on the ending of the matter. That was what happened to Job. When all hell was breaking loose, his friends were talking rubbish. Bible says that in all of these things, Job did not sin against God. As a matter of fact, he said the Lord gives, the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But in the end, because this man had peace, even though he had nothing else. You know, that's the thing. I think we think peace must have to do with us having something. Can we talk about that? Is that not true? If you feel that peace, we have a right to have peace when you have something. But in the spiritual context, when you need peace the most is when you have nothing. Someone with God's peace will not focus on circumstances. When things don't look the way you like, you need to lift up your eyes beyond the hills. They focus on the ending of the matter. As a matter of fact, it's here. Job 12 and verse 12 Job 42 verse 12, the message Bible says, God blessed Job's latter life even more than his earlier life. He ended up with and he started listing. The man that holds on the peace of God will not end in shame. Bible says he ended up with more than double what he had before. And that's why the statement is true that someone with God's peace will not focus on the circumstances but will focus on the ending of the matter. The Bible says, Job who had peace in God and, and lost everything, that, that kind of peace, the Bible says, does not make sense to human beings. The peace that passes human understanding. That's why the wife says, you're still holding on to your integrity? You are a loser. It's done with you. It says, curse God and die. And he looked at her and said, you've lost it. And in the end, this man ended up with double. Somebody under the sound of my voice, what you're going through is going to introduce you to a much better situation in Jesus' name. Usually, when you focus on the circumstances, you become afraid. Is that true or not? When you focus on the circumstances, what happens? When Peter was walking on the water, the Bible says when he looked at the waves, what happened? He started to sing. You know, you have to develop some little madness. You know, madness is what is not normal. Normal people lose their peace when things go wrong. 
Christians should look at the situation, take their eyes from the situation, and look beyond the mountain of problems. And begin to imagine, according to the character of God, how God will make this to play out. And all of a sudden, you act irrational. You act abnormal. You say, normal does not work in my kingdom. Because normal is natural. And God is not natural. God is supernatural. It's like when I give money. I give money when I don't even have enough. Because in the normal place, you hide your money, you top your money to be able to break even. In my kingdom, when I give, God makes sure it's multiplied back unto me. The Bible says, give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, press down, shaking together and running out. What is the problem with people who want to be Christians and want to live a natural life? You come to a supernatural God and you want to bring natural laws to work with a supernatural being. It won't work. God says, my own peace is not the absence of problems. It is in the face of problems. The peace of God does, is, does not come because of an absence of problem. It is right in the face of the problem. I think that's what the problem is. You want to walk with a supernatural God and you are so natural. Another word for natural is canal. Think like mere men. It says, what a shame you act like mere men. It's in the Bible. If you think like mere men, you act like mere men, you can't walk with a supernatural God. That's why it says, my peace I give to you, not like the world. We really need to transform. I'm going to read something to you in a short while about our reaction to things, how it ought to be different. When Usually when you focus on the circumstances, you become afraid, you become fretful, you become stressed, and then you become what? Distressed. And at that point in time, Satan is happy. You're acting according to the script. That will not be our portion in Jesus' name. Psalm 121 verses 1 to 2, the Message Bible. Oh, that's it. It says, I will look up to the mountains. Does my strength come from mountains? No. My strength comes from God who made heaven and earth and the mountains. So the mountain talks about the trajectory of your head or your eyes. So when it says, I will look up, he's using the mountains as the angle that you should look. He's not talking about the mountains. So that's why it says, I will look up to the mountains, but does my strength come from mountains? No, my strength comes from the God who made the mountains. When you're going through things, you look up. You don't look around. The New Century Version says, I will look up to the hills, but where does my help come from? Hmm. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Read verse 3 with me. He will not let you to be defeated. The word defeat has no place in, 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 in the play of things if there's nothing at risk. If there's no confrontation. If there's no possibility of shame. You can't bring the word defeat in if the ground level you will not use that. So when you hit a patch where it could go bad, it could go, go wrong, you could get buried. That's when Psalm 121 comes in. It says, remember that my help comes from the Lord, the one who is above. That's why I must look above, I must not look around. Because why am I looking above the one who is above? He will not let you to be defeated. I release that word into your life, so shall it be in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It may look bad. It may look like people lose when they get here, but God will not let us to be defeated. The Bible says he is the one who guards you and he never sleeps. We're talking about the peace of God. What then does the peace of God, what then is the peace of God based on? 
if it's not about looking around if it's not about the mountains what is the peace of god what does it rest on anybody you see when you say you're looking for something but you don't know where to find it it is it is a journey in futility what is the peace of god based on it, it is is what holds it together what makes it possible we better know because otherwise we will go natural and the supernatural god does not respond to natural what is the peace of god what is it based on let me first tell you what is not based on the peace of god is not based on having the answers or the solutions no is it based on who you know or the resources you have take it away take it away the answer is there take it away take it away <laughs> you are not fast enough minister shema with your glasses i saw you adjusting your lenses the peace of god is based on what we know that it's not based on what it's not based on having the answers when the world have answers they are peace why are you like them sometimes you have the answer you don't need to worry that's good you write the exam you go the peace of God is not based on having the answers. It's not based on having solutions to what you're facing. Neither is it based on who you know or the kind of resources you have. It is based on what? You must be able to answer this. It's based on what? Your faith in God. And then your faith in God is based on what? Your knowledge of God. Can you help me clap? Who said that? A few people. Oh, the ladies are way ahead of the men. The men are quiet. What is, what's going on here? So, your peace is based on the faith. And the, your faith is based on what? Your knowledge of God. And your knowledge of God, what do you know about God that makes you have faith? Huh? You must know something about me to have faith in me. What do you know about God? How can it be trust? Trust is not the answer. The character of God. This man of God, help me bless him with a good hand clap. Come on now, come on now. And the character of God. Somebody else, what do you should you know about God that should make you have faith in God and then have peace? The qualities of God. The promises of God. Can you help me clap for her? So the, the, the character of God, the promises of God, anything else? The ability of God, MD, come on now. No, 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 I don't like that kind of thing. The ability of God. Anybody else? We say you have peace because you have faith. And you have faith, why? Because you have knowledge. You have knowledge about what? The character of God, the ability of God, the, the promises of God. Anything else? You said something. The nature of God. What about the faithfulness of God? Clap for me. Well, well. The faithfulness of God. You see, the character, the ability. You see, listen, I have ability. I have character, but I don't have the faithfulness of God. You know what the faithfulness of God is? Constant. Like the northern star. It's proof that God is like the northern star. Anytime you look into the stars, the only star that doesn't shake, that doesn't move, the northern star. Praise God. The faithfulness of God. You know, sometimes we sing and the melody takes too much of our attention. The melody is not as important as what it points out to the faithfulness of God, the personality of God, the character of God, the capacity, the ability of God. When you consider the capacity of God, somebody that can use a smooth stone, not a jagged stone, to kill a warrior who wore full armor. The only opening in the whole armor was where the stone passed. Waiting. Now, telescopic gun. You don't know what a telescopic rifle is. If you shoot a rifle, this guy stood like maybe a hundred meters away. How can a rifle hit somebody in the only opening of the headgear? He had a helmet. You can't. You, with a rifle, you need a telescopic view that 
shows what you need to see and then you need to compensate for the wind movement so if the wind is moving this way you shoot a little to this place so the wind brings your bullet but uh, the guy had only a slingshot didn't have any telescopic sight didn't even measure the speed of the wind and god in his faithfulness the capacity of god not to miss when you go into your investment may god power that investment he doesn't miss his target your peace has to be based on your faith oh this class you're very good your faith has to be based on what the knowledge and the knowledge should be about what the the character the capacity, the ability, the faithfulness of God, finish. When that happens, your response in the circumstances, two people are in the same circumstances, their attitude is different. You know what Job said? Though he kill me, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. You know, the sad thing is that we don't know that people watch our reaction. You say God is your father. We go through the same thing and we act like that. The man say, I don't have a father. I don't know God. God does not have any covenant. How come you're reacting like him? The day my son will act the same way like a fatherless child who'd sleep under the bridge i will i will lie down and weep because the fact that i am your father and i stand well your reaction cannot be like that of a boy who sleeps under the bridge do you know what when we refuse to have peace in circumstances we break the heart of god he's a father just like me I tell my children as long as I'm alive just tell me what the problem is and I'm just a man I would rather take a bullet for any of my children if somebody says I'm gonna kill somebody one of these children I'd rather say if it's one bullet shoot it let the kids go and that's what Jesus that's what God did in Jesus he took the bullet for us Bible says what then what good thing else will he not give to us what are your hands doing you know there's some young people here you have a father who does not want to be your father sad i feel bad you have a father that lacks capacity i feel bad but when you have a father that has capacity has heart and will stand for you how come you don't have any peace That's okay. Please clap for the man of God. He wants to release some wisdom for us. Clap for him. Clap for him. I want to hear what his God is saying. Praise the Lord. I think the story is like the story of the prodigal son. Yeah. Who started living like a pig. Uh-huh. But the Bible said he came back to his senses. Mm-hmm. So that means we need to come back to our own senses. Ooh. You know when things went bad let me explain this to you the faithfulness of god talks about the loving kindness loving is good but kindness is powerful kindness is what you get without deserving it it depends on the giver it has nothing to do with the receiver so when this boy messed up took his part of the head blew it it became hungry he didn't occur to him that his father's love was a loving kindness kind of love that's why he didn't go home bible says when nobody will give him anything they will not even allow him to go and read that story they will not even allow him to eat the food of the pig he said i will go back home and when he got home did he reach the house no the father saw him and ran towards him the boy must have wanted to dodge in case he was coming with a club to beat the living daylight out of him. To his surprise, the father embraced him. 
dirty as he was. He said, go and bring clothes. Bring shoes. Put a ring of authority. He said, let's have a party. You know what that means? If he knew the character of his father, come on. If he knew the faithfulness of his father, he forgot about the capacity of his father. That even the thing you took, not shaky, when you come back, I have more. He would have gone home a long time before. Many of us need to go back home to God. Tell them, Femi Paul said, a lot of people are running from the wrong person. It's Satan you should run from. His loving kindness and tender message, you can go home anytime. The peace that you have is based on knowing who you are dealing with. The boy didn't know his father. He thought, what did he say? He said, if I go to my father, perhaps he was not even sure. He will make me a servant. The reason why you don't have peace in God and peace about God is, and you need to come to church some more. Let me teach you and give you the knowledge of the Most High. He said, perhaps you'll make me a servant. He said, servant care. Whilst he was speaking, the man was giving instructions. The man was not waiting for what he had to say. He could already hear the heart. In fact, the father had made up his mind. All he has to do is come back. How? That's right. His father, every morning, had a vantage point where he was looking at where he thought the boy would come from. How can you have a father like this? How can he have this personality and the capacity and his nature and you will not have peace? The man even kept the fatted calf that the day this boy come. This is what I'm going to kill. You know, our refusal to have peace is, honestly, we come to church, but we don't know God. The story of the prodigal is our story, all of us. The boy that stayed at home too didn't know his father. Both of them are wrong. The one at home said, ah, why would you? He didn't know his father was a loving, kind father. He didn't know that his father was not a vindictive father, an eye for an eye. No. He says, no now. My son was lost. Now he's found. He was blind. Now he sees. Somebody, help me just lift up your hands and wave to God. This is God who is our father. He's big enough for us to have peace based on our faith in who he is and he's consistently so. Not only when we're good. No, 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 no. All the time, the Lord God is good. The peace of God is based on the person of God. Bring, bring that my answer up. So the peace of God is not based on us having the answers. No, it's good to have answers, but sometimes you will not. The peace of God is not based on having solutions to all the things that confront us. The peace of God is not based on who you know, because life may put you in a position where you are nobody. But as long as you know God, you'll be fine. The peace of God is not based on the resources you have because sometimes you're not going to have the right resources. It is based on the person of God, his power, his faithfulness, and his trustworthiness. If I have power, but I'm not trustworthy, you can't be sure what you're going to get. If I have capacity, but I'm not faithful, you cannot be sure. He has all of this and yet we struggle to have peace in our heart concerning God. The New Century Version, Isaiah 26 verse 3 says, You, Lord, give true peace to, who? to those who depend on you because they trust you. Read that again. You, Lord, give true peace to those who depend on you because they trust you. You can't depend on somebody you don't trust. 
Do you trust God in the circumstances to provide for you? Do you trust God to make a way for you? He says, I will make a way for you. He says, if I give you my son, Jesus Christ, what more will I not give you in addition to Jesus Christ? It is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. True peace must come into your heart. If you depend on him, if you trust him, you will have peace. The moments you lose your peace, it is evidence that you do not truly trust God and you are not any longer depending on him. How many of you agree that God is dependable? Dependable, dependable God. Come on now, no matter. Come on now, choir. Intentional God. Everything is working out for my good. You can even sing it, reliable, reliable God. Reliable, reliable God. It doesn't matter what comes my way, you are still God. No matter what, no matter what, no matter what. Intentional. Intentional God. It shows up intentionally, it's not an accident. Everything is working out my God. You are good. You are good. Somebody worship him now. You are good. So good to me in all circumstances. Oh, in all circumstances. Oh, Jesus, you are so good to me in all circumstances. I'm going to read to you that same scripture in the message translation of the Bible that one says depend on God and keep at it because the Lord God with the in the Lord God come on now you'll have a sure thing somebody said hallelujah God bless that person for me depend on God and keep at it it's not a one-off thing it is something that must be sustained because the Lord within the Lord God not like in in man not that like in the world you have a sure thing the amplified classic says you will guide guard him and keep him in perfect and constant peace whose mind is stayed on you because what he leans on you and hopes confidently I think the book of um, um, is, it, is it James says um, cast not away therefore your confidence which is of great reward that's um, that you cast not away your it says, as you confidently something, you will receive the promises of God. It talks about confidence. Cast not away your confidence. That if you tarry with God, you will reap the fruit of your faith in God. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. Peace is proof of faith. How else do you want to explain this? Let's talk about Daniel. Was Daniel a believer? Was Daniel a believer? Was he a child of God? Did he know God? Did God know him? How come he ended up in the, in the, in the lands then? Do you know when people see me in the lands then, they say he has done something. When people see you in the lands then, don't people say, what did happen? 
he ended up in a lounge then can we stop judging did the bible record any agitation in daniel answer the question when they were taking it did he negotiate did he beg did they say they took strong men to force him in no if he didn't do that that means what he had peace when they put him there did he was he shouting he had peace when the king came the next morning the king said man of god do you have peace he said ah when you were bringing me i had peace when you put me there you meet me in peace and not in pieces what happened to the king he respected the god of daniel the reason why people don't respect our god is any small thing you lose your peace can i tell you about the three hebrew children as well did they lose their peace when they were in the fire did they was there a loss of peace you know i talk about the peace of god the peace that heralds miracle when they held on to that peace did the miracle show up or not the the miracle showed up what happened to the king the king learned a lesson the reason why our testimony does not impress people is they see us lose our peace many times god will allow some things to happen so that a king can be persuaded the way you remain at peace then we disgrace god there's nothing for the king to see the king said let nobody say anything anybody that says anything against this man's god i will kill the person because he saw something it's not so much what the fourth man that showed up it was the way they responded to a terrible situation ah father forgive us many times that we baraje we lost the opportunity to minister to people great people that would never come to church they saw us beg some of us they saw us even bribe our way out of it they saw us cry because they saw us even almost curse god yes bring up my quotation christianity is proven more by how we handle storms and difficulty is that true people think the day of testimony is the day of christian that's good we will have day of testimony but people are not impressed with your testimony as much as see how you handle a tough spot and see how god brings you out of it how can light have value if there's no darkness how many of you remember the bible says the kingdom of the kingdom of god is not meat and drink but what it is what eh, the kingdom of god is not meat and drink but it is righteousness peace and joy the kingdom is three things righteousness what's the next thing i see a lot of righteousness but i see a lot of peace not really and then joy bring my next quotation without peace it is almost impossible to be joyful righteousness is the entrance peace is the sustenance result is joy without peace it is almost impossible to be joyful if our joy is only evident and prevalent when things are going well there's no difference between us and the world bring my equation up let somebody decode this equation anybody that gets this one hey! this church is very bright oh let me hear it let me hear it right Ah, 
God I didn't promise money, they will have chopped off my money. <laughs> but if I gave you this equation at the beginning, righteousness plus peace plus joy shows that you have the kingdom. What if P is missing? How do you get to J? And where would equal come into? May the Lord help us in the name of the Lord Jesus. I want to leave you with a promise based on the character, the personality, the faithfulness, the capacity, the ability of God. Exodus 14, 14, child of God. If you do your R plus P plus G, this is the result. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. I read that again. The Lord will fight for you, but you must hold your peace. What is this thing? You must hold your peace if you want God to fight for you. And why is this peace the first thing that disappears once there is trouble? Could it be the reason why we don't see God fighting for us? If peace is the evidence of faith and trust, and without faith and trust, you cannot receive from God. How will God fight for you if you don't hold on to your peace? The word hold your peace is an instruction given because generally when you face a Red Sea, this was the instruction when the Red Sea was in front of them and Pharaoh was catching up with them. Go and read it. It says, the Lord will fight for you. Hold your peace. Step forward. If you step out and you're not holding peace, you're not holding anything. May the Lord fight for us and give us the victory. I close with this statement. Peace in the midst of trouble gives you a good reason, gives God a good reason to elevate you. It is peace in the midst of turbulence that gives God a reason to elevate you. And this is why you should have peace of mind, peace in your heart, no matter what. Praise God. Can we bow our heads in prayer? This is why, child of God, you should have peace of mind, peace in your heart, no matter what. Because peace in the midst of the turbulence and the troubles of life is what gives God a good reason to fight for you. The Lord will fight for you if you hold your peace. You have to hold on to the peace of God. I want you to pray, say, Lord, in any way. I have learned a lot today that there cannot be proof of faith where there's no peace in my heart. And trusting God does not exist unless I have peace in the face of hell. If you're going through something like a fiery furnace, remember that they didn't scream, they didn't shout. And the miracle himself showed up because the peace of God is what heralds the greatest miracles. If you're facing a need, for your honor to be restored like Job, refuse to lose your peace. Whatever you lost, like Job, God is able to turn your captivity around and double it. Father, we thank you that we understand that the kingdom of God is our P. J is equal to kingdom. For us to have a kingdom life, we must receive the righteousness that comes by salvation. We need to hold on to the gift that the Lord gave us, peace of God in no matter what, in the face of anybody, even the lion's den of, of the fiery furnace so that the joy of the Lord may be our strength.
so that the king of miracles will fight for us our battles whilst we hold on to our peace we thank you lord for today it's a day of victory as we set free from the lack of knowledge and the lack of tenacity about our 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 peace thank you because things begin to change because we remember the character the ability the faithfulness the love of god that stands us in good stead to maintain our peace no matter what blessed be your name O god in jesus name we have prayed if you have been blessed this evening can you help me celebrate the lord the god of peace himself that's that's for me that cannot be for the king himself whose character demands that we remain at peace amen